0: we go again feeling ready to begin listen up push play and plug your headphones in another draft has come to pass now build your deck and send the rings let jeff and sean your chin. yeah just let us pitch in help you out that's why we're here yeah yeah shout let me hear you shout Hey, hey hey hello again everyone we are back Uh, saying hello and uh, we've kind of been wondering what this is now and if we're actually existing or if this is just a dream and so I want to just let everybody know that at least I certainly feel awake right now because I don't know about you Jeff have you have you been playing a lot lately
1: so much just grinding
0: welcome to let's draft <laughs> um it's nice to s- s- feel all of you again mentally. there you go there prior, you prior prior to it going out it's weird how you're all with us when we record actually but um do we have any business or news to get to here before we like are we gonna are we gonna actually get to the top 10 lsb this yeah week? so
1: this week we're doing top 10 uncommons because we did promise last week last time we were going to do top 10 lsv limited plays of all time never got to it you know happens sometimes sometimes me and sean just get to talking but promise we do it this week however we did get a cease and desist order um so we're not allowed to uh cover or mention lsv anymore how it wasn't from channel fireball it was actually from my uh paranoid schizophrenic neighbor who walks around the neighborhood and throws light bulbs on the ground to keep away 17 year old female demons but he made it very clear that we do not own lsv ip and that we should uh not be covering his top plays so we're gonna not gonna touch that with a 10-foot pole
0: i was actually really super interested to hear about
1: that too well i don't want to get sued so we're gonna just move on We don't you move on down move on down the road See, I, was, I was thinking more like
0: turn around every now and then I get, a. you know,
1: I was thinking I more like that. I know that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I was a Wiz guy though. Wiz was almost as good as the Wizard of Oz. It sure was scarier for me.
0: You know, I, I really loved it too. It's just that like Michael Jackson brings weird
1: emotions now.
0: <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's really difficult.
1: No, I understand. I get it. I, I understand that okay um, let's 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 uh
0: i, I don't even want to start down that path please after last week especially okay so
1: bit so business so business so, and we're not in one promise i want you to make to me today sean we're not going to talk about donald trump because i'm sick of the guy uh okay sure i'm just okay so really quick uh i want to make a heartfelt uh plea Can to I everybody just ask right you a really
0: quick question though sure, let's do it let's how do, do it. you feel about like the debates being canceled coming up here uh, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. I'm,
1: All, right. All right. That's fine. Bye. I'll get to that. Um, bye. Bye-bye. Uh, but a serious plea to everybody out there listening. We got a Patreon and this is, this is our sweet, this is our sweepstakes episode this, here.
0: And this is way more important. Than
1: this, this is episode. the NPR uh, drive episode where I'm just really going to make a plea to you right here. Uh, Sean is starting work again. His industry is getting back up and running. He's going to have less time on his hands, you know, we want to commit to this. We, you know, we, we love it. We love what we get back from you guys too, but it really does mean a lot. Even if it's just you giving us a dollar a month, I can't express to you how much that's literally $12 a year. Like if you, if you open your podcast player and you see that we have a new episode and that gives you some type of joy that you get to listen to that, please, please, please give at least a dollar a month. Cause I can't quite explain it to you unless you've been in a position where you've made art and put it out there into the world, how affirming it is when you get something back. Like there might be a bunch of you out there who are like, Oh yeah, we love let's draft. We love listening to it, but we, we don't know that. And we kind of got to know that And a dollar a month or even $5 a month is an amazing way for you to show that to us. And again, Sean is getting busier. It would mean so much to me if I could like start throwing Sean like 50 bucks a month or something just for doing this, just to like get this going. So please everybody, uh, if you enjoy this podcast, uh, let us know. All right. All right. So moving on.
0: What are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? It's not LSV, top ten uncommons.
1: Okay. Top ten uncommons. Okay, here's the thing is I don't want to talk about Donald Trump, but I gotta tell you something.
0: Oh God, wait a second. Are so these
1: gonna hold on, just hold on a second. So these last two episodes, number ten. These number last 10. two episodes that we've done where we've just mostly been talking about like other world stuff, you know. Yeah, I've actually been sharing them with my close family members who like don't don't have, you know, like podcast catchers. They don't use the app. So I've literally been sharing like the links to our website to them so they can listen to them. OK, because it's become this weird form of communication. OK, where they these are like right wing people for the most part, uh, Okay, strong Christian. That's not, a swear, that's, that's not a swear word. Exactly right. You're right. I love these people. Right. And I'm trying to figure out It's it's like dawning on me like. That they love you too. Well, of course they love me. And, it, and that's not the part that's dawning on me. What's dawning on me is how in the fuck are we letting like Donald Trump and Barack Obama get in between us? Like, how dare they? How dare we let that happen? Do you know what I mean? Sure. So sure. anyway, so anyway. Um, no, I
0: appreciate it, man. I've been like, I, I'm, I stand right there. That's where I've been standing for a minute.
1: Right. And I'm, and I'm feeling like a chump, right? Don't, I'm no, feel- you, don't, you can't. And I don't like being felt like I've been a chump. I don't like feeling like a a bunch of the left wing media that I've only been taking. in, let's say over a certain period of time has made me a chump and has made me not like them more. And I feel taken advantage of, and it's, I don't know, it's made me a little angry. Well,
0: that sometimes there are outcomes from things that we don't anticipate. And I think that when you want to have people be self-realized and also individuals, which was a big part of our generation, then you end up with people not being concerned about others because you're starting to only worry about those or that mean the absolute most or those that you're surrounded by. It's hard for you to extend past that place. Uh, yeah. And there are already so many of those things in, in society that are there that are naturally that way or that are built in from pre- uh, previous past history or your family or whatever it might be so breaking through that can be difficult too um you're gonna have to give me two seconds while you respond because i gotta pull some food out of the oven but um everybody sean's pulling some
1: food out yeah two seconds we're gonna guess what he made for those of you who don't know sean is a, a very excellent cook so i'm gonna guess that he's got a meat dish that probably like marinated or something And uh, maybe he seared it and now it's in the oven. We're going to kind of figure out which meat it is when he gets back here. I definitely know he has a vegetable dish. He's a pretty healthy cook for the most part. It's It's one of those families where you go in and you can't find the Oreos and you can't find, you know, the Capri Suns. They don't keep any of that around their place. Like you might be able to find like some carob chips or like some, you know, all natural, you know, sweetened figs. For a little dessert if you want it's one of those them places so I'm, I'm sure he has a vegetable i'm gonna guess he did a a medley of some uh no 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 oh you're back already yeah yep well, what was the meat
0: no oh well so I, what are you talking about what i made yeah um I, d- I just pulled something out of the freezer for lunch today that's nothing expected. oh uh tony's pizza no uh no, tony's pepperoni life. pizza They're did you frozen put- chicken pizzas.
1: Mm. okay so Donald Trump really quick so I've been communicating these podcasts to my family and there's actually been a couple family members who are like giving me all this feedback it's really weird like me and your podcasts are getting them to like listen to it and it's created this form of communication which is really interesting because it's making the conversation much more thoughtful and much less reactionary you know what I mean because they're listening to us make thoughtful statements over a long period of time and even if there's a moment in here that might Cause a knee jerk reaction. We're not there right in front of them to have that knee jerk reaction, right? I notice that happens a lot when people on different sides of the aisle talk lately. Is it's hard for one person to even finish because one person will say a word, like let's say looters and rioters, that will trigger somebody on the left and be like, "Hey, it's mostly peaceful," you know, and things get out of control. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, we stop talking about the same thing,
1: right? And so that this has turned out to be this really interesting communication method. Um, but Trump, Sean. I don't want to talk about them, right? Okay, but I, I, I got to talk about it for a minute. I'd have to because oh. this is this is where it comes into the podcast, where it's me looking to you for answers. And I know you don't necessarily like to be the source of the answers, but really, we're just having a discussion, right? You know.
0: Okay.
1: Um, right. Help me out here, Sean. Okay. Okay. So when Trump was elected, I personally had like what they'll call like a come to Jesus moment, or like I had a long period where I had a lot of self evaluation. Mm-hmm. like what is the world really like what are my relatives really like what is what did I think America was what is it really all these things I felt like I had to reimagine a couple of things about what was really going on or else I was mm-hmm. going to drive myself crazy right because sure. Trump getting elected was one thing I knew that was a possibility but then what really started to drive me nuts or that yeah I'll say nuts because I couldn't deal with it is Trump would do quote unquote crazy things. A lot of people thought, hey, once he gets elected, he may not be crazy anymore, right? He might just be presidential. Mm -hmm. Turns out that wasn't the case, right? Mm -hmm. And so once he continued to be quote unquote crazy, I thought a bunch of the relatives I loved and stuff like that would be like, you know, I'm glad I didn't vote for a Democrat, but this Trump guy's crazy. But none of them ever said that. All of them were like, why do you think he's crazy? You're the one who's nuts. He's totally normal. And this is something still to this day, like four years later, Mm -hmm. i don't have any family members who are like this guy's nuts and it's so weird i'm like how do you not think he's just like breaking so many norms and off the rails and so i'm thinking okay it's either they really don't believe that and they're just their media is so different than mine that they think he's a normal president right that's one thing or they think that if they give me an inch i'll take a mile like they really do think he's nuts but they can't admit it because i'll run with it right yeah um I had another one too, but I lost it. What, what do you think it is, Sean?
0: I think it's a myriad of all the things in between. I think that, of, of course, there are some of them that feel that some of the things he says are absolutely asinine. I guarantee it. I, I don't even have to ask them. And if they if they, if they really said, nope, everything you said was perfect, then we could just stop having the conversation because no one's going to be willing to be wrong, right? Right. So that, that's fine. If there's someone truly believes that, okay. But then there's no real reason for us to engage. If you believe that someone's perfect and, and I, most people, including religious people believe that there are only a few type of perfect beings and they're not human, right? There's something else. So uh, anyway, beyond that, if, if you take it for that, then there's gotta be room for both of us being wrong. And I, I believe that if you start the conversation you know admitting that that's the case and saying look I'm sure i'm going to be wrong about some of the things i'm saying and i i will apologize when that happens and we can move through those things but we need to still try to have this conversation end if you want to start from a place where we agree maybe maybe that's a better thing to do and work backwards right like nobody wants to have homeless i don't care what side you're on nobody wants it right just a matter of how are we going to deal with it and so we can start from those places and then have a, a much better conversation about what to do. Um,
1: right. It's and, almost and like Trump can't be the conversation because what you just mentioned is a policy issue. It's not a Trump statement. Right. Well,
0: again, again, we we want to put all of this onto one person, right? And and then and then that person becomes right. the deciding factor for all of these other things. And that's right. not fair to either side.
1: It's and not. that's where and that's where I've been having a problem because I've been waiting for four years to somebody for somebody to say yeah, he says crazy things, or like, yeah, he is out of control, but because it scares me, because like when he says things like, I won't accept the election results, uh, that's scary to me. And to have some people say, no, that's fine, that makes them just as scary to me, because then I'm like, well, can he say anything, and you're still on his side? Like, that's scary, you know?
0: Sure. I think, again if you were to have really honest conversations with most people, there are certain things that he has said and done that they would not agree with. And I think that's just how, how it is. I, there's a scale for everybody. Um, some people, it doesn't matter how, or what he oh, says. Vegetables or, are done,
1: Sean. I hear him. He,
0: yeah. Or he could be, you know, and, and I, look that I, I'm not trying to make excuses. Right. Right. I'm definitely, definitely not trying to do that. Uh, cause I w I, I don't believe in that. I definitely don't believe in making excuses for other people. I judge people's actions. Um, I don't, their words are fairly meaningless to me, especially in government. And so I, you know, I have to judge people by what I see them do. And, um, I, I think that's where you can erase religion, creed, color, age, sex. I don't care about that stuff. I'm watching and seeing how you and I are interacting and how you treat other people. And I think that can be best judged when no one is around to watch you
1: okay so huh. then so then how do we decide to vote who to vote for because yeah so everybody I agree with what Sean you know what? I can't talk about what me and Sean are talking about because he's gone and we're going to lose the flow so I'm going to go back to what kind of vegetables he's cooking uh, squash I think I said is in there I'm gonna hmm. you know what I'm gonna go with uh, sweet potatoes actually I'm gonna guess that he roasted sweet potatoes with onions and I'm gonna guess he also roasted some Mm -mm. what raw carrot we're just having raw carrot and raw tomato just raw carrot raw tomato yeah
0: yeah it's good to have the enzymes from raw foods so
1: okay so I like what you're saying where if I'm talking to somebody a human to human level it's Mm -hmm. not doing us much good to say well don't you think Biden did this and I'm like well don't you think Trump did this what you're saying is we've talked about issues but then it comes back to then who do we vote for sure like how do we discuss who Trump is or who Biden is, because Mm -hmm. it seems so hard to do that today. Like I had somebody literally try to argue with me that Biden might be more racist because he's had a a history with uh, uh, segregationists. And I'm like, well, Trump's obviously more racist. They're like, prove it to me. And I felt like I lived in a different world. I'm like, that's right. They don't all think Trump's racist. This is really weird. You know, it's, it's hard to have a conversation sometimes. So
0: it depends on where you start from and it depends on what you want to believe. If you start from over there on, on one side and someone's pulling you in another direction, it's gonna take a long time, right? It's like tug of war. And if you're starting all the way on the other side and in just your general belief, it's it's why I say you can't start there. If you start right. there, you're you're done. Right. Because it's already built in for you both to lose. Right. If you're starting from a singular source, and that is the place where it's either right or wrong, then we all lose.
1: And it's almost and- like you can't start on some place you disagree. Like I can't start by saying, "Hey, isn't it awful that over on the right, like the the bugaloo's are over there, and they want civil war?" Because that's like almost bringing up a divisive divisive issue right away. Maybe we should start with, "Hey, well, should <laughs> pre-existing conditions be?" Yeah. okay under the ACA maybe that's a better way to start a conversation
0: well yeah the other way I don't think it's having a conversation that's telling somebody
1: something right right right, right. or well oh, that's be, Or like what if it's like hey don't you think that like these people should be denounced maybe that's more of the conversation you know the, well, don't you think it would be like helpful for America if we denounce the bugaloo boys because they openly want civil war it, like that's the reason their name is bugaloo it's uh, uh, breakdance into electric bugaloo you know Civil War II electric bugler, that's the whole play on words.
0: Yeah. Um I don't you know, I don't have a hard time when I know that it's hate to to um say yes, absolutely. And so therein lies the argument is again where does their belief start? And their belief is gonna start in a place that doesn't think that it's hate. Right. Or that, that the most of them are, are coming from a place of hate. And so I you know, I what I believe and what they believe, again, I don't know if it matters. It does matter. I take that back. It matters a lot, but <clears throat> I think the best way for me to, when I have the conversation with people, I say, I start there. I say, well, do you believe that these are, people are doing things out of hate and are doing things that are, you know, are deciding by race, creed, color, religion, any of those things. And if they say, no, I don't think they are. Well, then it's okay. How are we going to have a conversation? If they can say, yep, yeah, I do. I see them doing that. I see them doing things that are specifically hatred or racist or those things. Well, awesome. Now we can have a serious conversation, right? And then we can say, should we denounce them? Absolutely. 100%. And I don't, I don't think anybody argues there. Right, I really don't. Um, I, I mean, I'm not saying that that tr- Trump doesn't or that whatever. I'm just saying people. I, right. Again,
1: no, I, I agree with you. Right. But yeah, I had one of my relatives actually be like, "How did he not denounce them? Like, I'm so mad at him. You know, how did he not just denounce them?" And I'm like, "Yeah, how did he not? You know?"
0: <laughs> right. And so um, there, you there you go. There's an example of it right there. Right. And and I think that if people were m- m- more used to to being Wrong and more used to being uh, okay with with being wrong and having conversations with other people that of different mindsets, which used to happen a lot more. I think Uh, I think you would get used to not having to feel like you need to defend yourself and just have an honest, open conversation. Because that's how you grow. Right. Like that's when you actually see within yourself when you walk away later, two days later, and you're looking back at that conversation and you say, "Oh man, I realize now when I said that." man, that, that really, I I see my privilege in that conversation now where right. I never saw my privilege in that conversation before, you know, I, I've had to open my eyes up a million ways that way, uh, thinking that I'm a good person in one way or another and realizing that I still make decisions and do things that don't include being concerned about other people. And, um, you know, <clears throat> For for religious people, that that that's where I always have to come back to, and and for me, that's why I had to walk away from organized religion is because when I would have that conversation with people in within that, I found too much that it was um, more similar to what America breeds than what religion breeds. Which and what I mean by that is wanting to help rather than wanting to find for
1: myself or, or my own. Interesting. That's an interesting road you went down there. Yeah. I always find it, um, I find this dichotomy talking to religious people where on one hand I find it extremely frustrating to have a a real conversation because so many times you run into this roadblock of a word called faith, Mm -hmm. you'll be like, but this, and it'll be based in science and they'll say, but faith, and you can't go too many places from there. Um, but then on the same side of the coin, I find them extremely impressive because some of the nicest people I know as far as giving up their time and money are devoted Christians. Yeah. You
0: want to hear something really fascinating? What's that? Both of those things that are very written in stone, science and religion, constantly change. Constantly change.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Like we couldn't, sh- in religions, you couldn't eat shellfish in the Bible for a while. No, and now so people many, eat shellfish so many all things. the time.
0: There's so many things. Science too. I mean, it changes all the time and that that's right. why again it comes back to where do you you know my father said this to me before he passed and it, i think it may have been one of the wisest things he ever told me because i i would have this conversation with him you know i don't understand when so many people see things very similarly that we have these arguments and he would say sean at all it all depends on where you started right you know what where your foundation was and right. you know that and it's really hard to move somebody unless you know that and, and what- I, that's that's why i try to start there
1: and what I want to do as a person, and I think it's one of the reasons I like you, is I don't want to stop growing. Because I, I think it's important that just because, you know, we're fully matured or whatever, that we're still willing to change and grow. Because I think that's like how a lot of people honestly become better, sure. become more successful, just have better relationships as they never stop changing. And that's what I'm trying to do right now is I'm trying to kind of get out of my left corner a little bit. Even though while I was in that corner, I tried to listen to all sides. I would say most of my beliefs are rooted over there. I'm trying to shift a little more to to the middle just because I don't like this whole left, right thing anymore. And I think it's getting in my own way.
0: Yeah, here's the thing I think people could learn. Stop listening to argue and start listening to have conversations. And I think you'll go a lot further. Most people listen so they have talking points. And if you listen to most medias, that's what they give you. Right. And then we spit those back and forth at each other. And I guarantee probably 70% of the population couldn't tell you what that most of the talking points mean or came from. And I'm not knocking on anybody. That includes me 100%. Maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm at 1% and everybody else gets it, but I don't think so. When I hear people just spouting that stuff back and forth, I'm again, I'm like, why are we, what are we doing right now?
1: Right. That's one of the reasons I started listening to uh, right-wing media. So I I knew what those were. Like I already know that as soon as I mentioned any issues of uh, unrest or uh, racial issues, it's all going to be rioting and looting because when you listen to Rush Limbaugh or you listen to Ben Shapiro, it's all rioting and looting. It's like the peaceful protests never existed. But any, yeah. anyway, I want to get, uh, I, we got to talk about the top 10 on comments, Sean. Top 10. First, really quick before we get to that, I have one last thing on this and then I'm done. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mentioned to you that when Trump was elected, I had to come to Jesus Not only moment, but I would say long period of time. It it was like getting hit with a ton of bricks. And I really felt like I had to change as a person. Okay. And a lot of that was self-reflection. Okay. And I also feel at the same time, a lot of people who were Trump supporters didn't have to do that. In a way, they were all validated. They were like, they told us we couldn't win. They told us our beliefs are garbage. We won. There's a lot of us. We're validated. Keep on trucking. Mm-hmm. Now, I am listening. I do listen to right-wing radio, whether it's for bad for my health or good for my health, Sean. I, I do it. I, I listen to both sides. Oh, by the way, I got off of Facebook and Twitter. I deleted both of them. Nice. But I do listen to both sides of media. I, I think as an American, I need to know what's going on. I need to be an informed voter, but I can't just listen to one side. So I have been listening to Rush. I have been listening to Ben Shapiro, as hard as it may be sometimes. And what you're hearing a lot is, hey, they told us Trump wouldn't win last time guess what? He's going to win again. The polls suck, you know? Uh Um, So I think a lot of them are banking on another Trump win. And so here's my prediction for you, Sean, this is where I'm looking for you to give back to me. If Biden does win, or even if he wins big, I think we're possibly going to see the opposite happen. I think people who are quote unquote on the left will feel reinforced and have very little reason to reflect or change. And you're going to see a lot of people on the right being like, What the hell just happened? The world is not what I thought it was. And they're going to be forced to reevaluate themselves and what America is all about. Do you think there's any truth to that?
0: Yeah, it sounds like a recent election in any recent election. But uh, I also believe that it's what happens when generations change hands. So I think that you're looking at generational change and difference of opinion that lies within that. And we have older candidates who are of a different generation and i think it's the last breath of those generations um needing to have importance and say and so you know times change and our generation is starting to come into power in the way that we think. And soon behind that is the generations behind us. And they're already starting to influence what we do and how we think. And
1: that's also pursuant of what the future will be. And, you know, me and you were like the, the thin area of an hourglass. There's like a million. A million's obviously the wrong word, but there's a million baby boomers. There's actually not that many Gen Xers, and then there's a million millennials. Exactly. So uh, the boomers are obviously they're all retiring or dying right now, and they're getting their boomer candidates. You know, we might honestly get skipped over because we're just not that big of a demographic, and it might just go straight to the millennials because they're an enormous mm-hmm. demographic.
0: Yeah, that that might be better. You know. Uh, Those of us who
1: grew up in the 90s, that that might be better. We're cynics. I mean, us 90s kids, we were called Generation X because we, quote, unquote, had no heroes. We were like the generation that was like nothing to trust. We're like the nihilistic generation, like nothing can be fixed. There are no heroes. Nothing can be (sighs) be trusted. So, yeah, maybe millennials are better because maybe they have a little more hope.
0: They definitely have more hope, um, I, I would say. They definitely have more hope. And their, their in their ingenuity ingenuity is is extremely exciting. So that that's what I have hope for. And the generation behind them, and like our my, our kids, your and my kids, Jeff, are like they're the rid- tic- off they're off the charts,
1: man. They're ridiculously tuned in. These TikTokers, I don't even know, man. I tell you what, uh, one thing I have faith in for my son Eric's generation is when I mention anything about politics, he's like, politics just suck. He's like, it just makes everybody hate each other. He just, he's like, they, it, the fact that we get two choices is horrible. It's like he cuts right to it, right? Like we all know having two choices is an awful situation to be in. Like you have to have more than two choices. But mm-hmm. it's structured in America that where it seems like that's all we get and it causes this awful divisiveness. And he just cuts right through it. And he's like, well, there's your problem. You need more than two choices. Get him a podcast, Jeff. Yeah. All right. Oh, speaking of Eric, I need to go because I need to make a uh i'm making steak we just yeah. walked to the grocery store and i gotta yeah. go and make steak
0: all right this second number 10.
1: no i can't well obviously everybody knows number 10 is roost of or number one is rooster drake i can't do them all right now sean though seriously i have to go make lunch i am so sorry and i'm so sorry to all the listeners
0: i'm not i'm not really uh, okay i and i can't really do it by myself because that's not what people want to hear obviously okay, so but-
1: but quick before we go um i'm guys please a dollar a month two dollars a month five dollars a month whatever you can do if you like seeing this podcast show up in your feed let us know send us some money sean i know you're not asking for it but i would love to start sending you a little something so that way you know after you get home from a hard it hard days work every day you feel like you're actually you know there's some extra value being added here for you
0: okay i'm i'm I, all right that. Uh, uh, okay, uh bye, bye, bye. <laughs> oh man I, I'm Let's I, draft I, Okay bye bye I love everybody Love you Aspie Bye bye